Hello, everyone. This is Rick with the Cyber Pro Podcast. Industry leaders share their insights. It's about five questions in nine minutes because hackers never sleep. James, who are you and what do you do? Oh, hi there. My name is James Fair, and I am in charge of internal security for a large MSP in the West called Executech. Wonderful. And why do you love being a cybersecurity professional? Oh, man. I One of my, you know, I've always been service oriented. I've been in IT for like ever, 35 years. So my thing is, how do I help organizations? How do I help protect organizations? Because the bad guys are out there, they're targeting us. So how can I help them stay safe? Uh, particularly in the SMB space, because they may not have the budget, the know-how, the skills, or the staff to do that. So that's really uh, what I'm passionate about, is helping those folks uh, you know, find a way to make security work for them. That's awesome. I mean, 35 years ago, was that the dawn of the internet? I know it was. The computers, uh, yeah, no, I was 13 when the IBM PC came out. So yeah, I've been, it was a long time. <laughs> That's awesome. We appreciate that. We hear in the world today that cybersecurity is a top concern, but what does that mean to you? Yeah. So again, to me, it's all about, so we service all, you know, all size of companies, organizations, but really the SMB space is our niche market. So to me, it, and not to reiterate it, but it's how do I help? Uh, organizations be secure in the SMB space, where it's probably some person wearing four hats already, and you know, or some finance person. So somebody says you're in charge of cybersecurity, and they look at it and then they just get, you know, look like deer in headlights for a while because it's just overwhelming trying to figure out how to do that. So to me, it's all about how do we secure the small organizations, the mom and pop shops, you know, the bread and butter of America, really. Some like 90% of businesses are small businesses. So how do we help them be more secure in this, I don't want to say ugly world, but you know, there's a lot of bad guys out there and we're the targets. So how do we help them who are overwhelmed, under budgeted, understaffed, right? How do we help them be more secure? So that's what it means to me. Nice. James, talk to me a little bit about what SMB means and what it means to you guys, like size of company and, and, and what that kind of looks like. Yeah, great question. So uh, SMB, small to medium businesses, so it could be a, a five-user woodshop all the way up to, you know, a 100-user development team. Really, 30 to 40 users is about our target market. This is, these are organizations that know they need IT and cyber support, but uh, may not want to bring on a full-time staff or have to manage that themselves because then they have to put, you know, someone who knows that over, over charge, this kind of thing. So we come in and supply their IT support, cloud support, and cybersecurity support for those folks. Um, to give them what they need, move them to the cloud, and then secure them. That's awesome. I appreciate you just kind of giving us that insight. Take me a little further. What what insights do you want to share? What what knowledge do you want to give to our community of of cyber professionals? Yeah, I, for me, so because I came from the the IT team space, I ran all the IT teams in, in our at our headquarters location, and I moved over to cybersecurity. And what I saw was a lot of contention between those two groups. So for me, I, I believe, and part of the reason I was brought in was that it doesn't need to be that way. It doesn't need to be an adversarial relationship between IT and cyber. You know, yes, our job as cyber pros is to protect the organization at all costs in some cases. But I really think we can do this in a meaningful manner to all people by, number one, involving everyone else. So it's not just we're going to hammer this out, we're going to roll this out, here's how it is, end of story. But let's involve other people. Let's involve decision makers. Let's involve the, the leaders of the IT teams, maybe even down to team level. Um, 
and get those people involved in the discussion. Here's why we're doing it, you know, and, and put it out there. Maybe you already have an answer of how we're going to secure it, but put it out there because they're, they're IT pros. How do you guys think we should secure this? How do we make this happen? Get buy-in from those teams as well. So it's not just cyber dictating to the rest of the organization how things are going to go down and creating that adversarial relationship. I really think with the right communication, uh, creating a roadmap so they can see what's coming next, having discussions with people, and then where necessary uh, or where appropriate, let's put it that way, finding compromises. It doesn't always have to be one way. In some cases, they may say, hey, you're making our job harder, and you say, well, I need to secure it. So where do we find that happy medium? Because I believe those answers are out there. In some cases, yeah, it's got to be this way. I'm really sorry. But let those be the exception to the rule, not the general rule itself. James, that's that's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Let's get right to the fun question. What's your favorite piece yeah. of retro technology that makes you smile? <laughs> so I have what I call my IT museum. So according to my wife, she'd say I got way too much retro crap as it is. Um, you know, I'm old enough. I built like an AM radio when I was a kid. Uh, I went to a law firm not too long ago. They had a typewriter. That was pretty cool. Uh, you know, who doesn't love a good Etch-a-Sketch? Uh, but my favorite piece of tech was from the old IBM PCs. They had a joystick, and it was this little, tiny, super short-throw joystick. So you could, with one thumb, you could control the whole thing. So for, I'm a gamer. Um, I don't have to use my whole hand. I could use a two little thumb. So I actually modified it when they moved to the, the DB15 plugs for joysticks. I figured out the pinout and I rewired it to work in there. But since they went to USB, I have to stop using them. But definitely that old IBM PC junior joystick was my thing, man. That's <laughs> awesome. I, I heard you say gamer. I'm going to ask a bonus question before we close up yeah, the podcast. Sure. Um, favorite retro game? Oh, wow. Uh, so my buddy was part of the uh, developing team that created the first Mortal Kombat. Not exactly the most, you know, <laughs> wholesome entertainment, but uh, the original Mortal Kombat was still fun. We played it on the Super Nintendo system. It, it, it probably shouldn't tell the company they did it, but we, he'd bring over beta cartridges. We got to play the beta test of them before it was released. So I had a lot of fun with the SNES and Mortal Kombat for sure. Thank you so much, James, for being on the podcast. My pleasure, Rick. Thanks for doing what you do out there, man. It means a lot. Thank you for watching the CyberPro Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't miss out on new podcasts and bonus content.